How's it going, everyone? Um, this is <clears throat> this is a dad story for. I don't know my 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 voice is so dry, so I don't know. It's weird. Like I was totally fine, not coughing and everything, but now as I try to record, now I'm like getting these like weird bouts of coughing. So I apologize if. I start coughing in the middle of this, but these episodes are just like my dad's stories, and they're probably just really, really my most like heartfelt, emotional episodes because they're true stories of how you know my experiences as a father and the things that I've learned doing this by myself um, and trying to raise my daughter. Um, now, one thing I know is that even though the divorce has happened and it doesn't mean that communication has to stop between me and my ex, you know, like the judge once, you know, the, you know, when the lawyers told me, um, during this whole process was that, you know, now what you have between you and your ex is a business and that business is your daughter so you have to communicate about that all the time um whether you like it or not so every week i'd have to send like email to her and say i'm gonna pick up laney this day i'm gonna take her you know to school these days and I'm going to have her these days and sometimes that changes and you agree on that no matter what happened in the marriage and the divorce you have to still communicate you know because of you know you have a child together um luckily it's been mostly civil um Something happened today that really, really, like, made me angry. Um, started off normal, where I usually take her to school. And then when I drop her off, I tell her the plan. I tell her, okay, you need to do this. Take the bus here. And then your mom's going to pick you up. Or I'll say... You don't have to take the bus because I'm going to pick you up from school or take the bus and then I will pick you up at from another place. I told her that this morning and, you know, I can see a lot of me in her as in that she needs to know exacts and like she has a little bit of anxiety when it comes to knowing exactly what's supposed to happen that day. And today she was really worried about a bus pass, that she didn't have it today. She was afraid that the bus was not going to let her get on get on it and, and wouldn't take her where she needed to go. So I knew I had to take care of that. I had to do some things for my other podcast, and I came back in time to get it all done for her, got her bus pass, showed up back at her school, 
gave her the bus pass. I could see the relief on her face. She's like, thank you, Dad. I was worried that I wasn't going to have the pass. And then she even said, you know, I love you at the end, which I thought was weird. And that's why I knew that she was really worried about that. And she was so relieved to have that and not have to worry about that. And I, I'm sure she thought about it all day. And I, I know that she probably got that from me where you just get fixated on a problem and you you can't rest until you get a resolution. So that, that made me kind of sad that she, you know, because I imagine what her day was probably like. And so I reminded her of the plan. I said, okay, remember you're going to take that bus. And then your mom's going to pick you up. Okay? She said, okay, mom's going to pick me up. Okay. I go to work. And the location where... It was 7 o'clock, actually. The location that she was supposed to be at, my daughter was supposed to be at. I was looking at my phone at the moment. Even though I didn't have it on me, I don't usually have it on me, but I, I, I was, for some reason, I had my phone on me at that time, and I saw an f- unfamiliar phone number pop up, and it was, and I had it, I thought, well, I, I should answer it, because it's from the city that my daughter was in, and I answered the phone, and it was someone who works there, and they were saying, is there anyone that's going to pick up Laney today and I my mouth dropped and I was like what do you mean did did her mom not pick her up and the worker was like no she's still here and I was like can I please speak to her please and she and then my daughter got on the phone and her voice was shaking and she was like, there's no one here, I'm by myself, and I think mom forgot me. Um, I, I don't know, I don't know what to do. And so I asked questions, I'm like, what do you mean your mom forgot you? She didn't, did you try to text her, you called her, or what? And she said, I called her three times and she didn't answer the phone. And I called uncle, who happens to be my ex's brother, I called him, she's like, I called uncle and he didn't answer the phone, I didn't know what to do, I'm scared. You can hear it, you can hear it in her voice. I don't know if you have ever been left behind, like someone forgot to pick you up, and that feeling, that fear, I mean, I, you know, as a child, I mean... I've had that happen to me where I think my my mom forgot it was like a short day at school and she, no one, I was left, I was the only person left in the schoolyard and I was freaking out. I remember I was panicking. I was like, what am I, what am I going to do? I have nowhere to go. I'm I'm scared. What's going to happen to me? I don't feel safe. I don't, every, there's no one here. And to feel alone at that moment as a child, I mean, that's extremely traumatizing. Because look, I remember it. I, I remember the fear that I had when I was left alone like that. And then 
thinking about that, you know, I, I said, okay, 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 baby, I'm going to, I'm going to leave and I'm going to pick you up right now. Okay. I'll pick you up. And I went to get her, you know, I was at work in the middle of work. I had to get her, you know, I, you know, I don't care. You know, you, you know, your kid, you drop everything. You just drop whatever you're doing. Even if you're at work, whatever you're doing, you just go and you get your kid. And the whole ride there, I'm driving. And I'm like, I can imagine that fear, that that same fear that I had when I felt I was left behind. And and it, it made my eyes water up, you know? It was like, to, to know that that's what she was feeling, that she was sitting somewhere where she was, where she is, you know, when she, when I got that phone call, she's just sitting there somewhere, like, who's going to pick me up? What am I going to do? I mean, I knew that she was probably hungry. It was late, you know, and it just, it just, it made me emotional, you know? I mean, that's heartbreaking. Like I said, like, I still remember that when that, when that happened to me. And I'm sure she's going to remember that. And I was so, so angry. You know, I, I was on the road driving there and I was texting at every stoplight. Say, I'm not texting, I was emailing at the stoplight. You left her. This is your day. You forgot to pick her up. She is extremely distraught right now. She she felt like you abandoned her. And finally, she, as I was about to pull into where my daughter was at, I got the email back saying like, "Well, what? I she said what? Uh, I totally forgot and." I, I didn't know, I don't I didn't remember, it was my day to pick her up, and, and, you know, I'll, I'll just, I'll just get her right now from, you know, from your work, which was like, you know, an hour away, and I emailed back real fast, I'm like, no, just don't, because she's really distraught, just leave her alone, and I walked to go pick her, I walked to where my daughter was, and I can see her look, she saw me through the glass, um, and she ran out, and I can tell that she was had been crying. Um, and she was, in fact, the only kid there. And she was so relieved to see me. And I, mean, I can, I can, I can see that right now, and it's making me. I can't help but cry about that, you know, like. You know, I, I worry so much for her and just that drive, that drive, that 15 minute car drive to pick her up, knowing that she was the only one there and I was panicking, you know, on that drive. I was angry 
you know, you know, I, one of the things that I have with my anxiety is I, I always imagine the worst thing possible that could happen. And I felt like that's what was happening. Like, something's going to happen to her while I'm trying to get her. You know, I... You know, and when I when I got her and she came through the doors and I said to her, Baby, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry your mom forgot, you know, but you'll just be with me today, okay? You just be with me. And I can look at her eyes and she's she like I said, she was crying and she gave me a hug and again she asked, like, I don't know what happened, Dad, I don't I try to call. I'm like, I know, I know, baby, next time just, just call me first. I'll do whatever, I'll get there to get you. And I didn't want her to see how emotional it made me, because I can tell that she was really, she really just really bothered. So... We got to where I work. I, I just made sure I did whatever to keep her mind off of whatever being left behind and to keep her happy. I bought her whatever she wanted, whatever bad food she wanted to eat. I didn't care because I just wanted her to feel safe again. You know, like... You know, we're supposed to keep our children safe all the time and, and ensure their safety wherever they're at. And I wanted her to know that, you know, you know, even, like I said, I know I mentioned, I've mentioned in the past that when I am with my daughter, my eyes are always on her. To make sure she's safe. If she's on the playground at her school, I'm always like watching to see where she's at. And she always knows that I'm watching to make sure she's safe. So she'll turn around and then she'll see me and then she'll wave. And that's kind of her like, hey dad, I'm over here. Because she knows that I'm worried about it. And... I, it's funny because she just expects me to be looking at that moment, you know, and I'm, 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 I guess I'm, I, you know, I'm over paranoid about it, but I can't help it, you know, I'm just a very paranoid and worrisome father. So while she's sitting there at my work and just waiting for me, you know, at least I could see her. She, she's a few feet from me. And I kept looking at her. And I would just think of like, what is she thinking in her head? Like, is she, is she back to normal again? Is she not stressed out about what just happened anymore? And it's funny because she would turn around to see where I'm at. And we would catch eyes and she would wave and... 
It's like she's on the playground, you know? I was so, so angry and disappointed in her mother. Like, I double and triple check when it's my days. And even when it's not my days, I constantly worry, like, what is she doing right now? Where is she at? Right now, she'd be on the bus. I just constantly think of stuff like that, you know? I mean, I know that people make mistakes and people forget sometimes, but I just feel that when it has to do with your kid, There's some things that you just can't make mistakes on. You know, and I just told her at the end that whenever something like that, if it ever happens again, and it better not happen again, that she calls me first because I will make sure that I'm there to pick up the phone. And if you're listening to this, I appreciate it. I mean, being a parent is tough. And you're constantly learning. But there's some things that happen in your child's life that they're always going to remember. And I'm pretty sure that my daughter's never going to forget that. Have a good night.